special is in the air here. Long. Games. Brees Hall over the right side, powering in, touchdown Cyclones. Out to the 10, to the left side, to the 5, touchdown! Oh my goodness, what a touch by Wall! Welcome back to another edition of Sound the Sirens. I'm your host, Thomas Ornis, and today we've, it's a gloomy day. We got Michael, my brother, we're uh, back in Iowa City. We got special guest from Kansas City, Michael's roommate from college, uh, Austin, who's kind of freaking out about all this, like <laughs> where we are. So yeah, no, yeah. Uh, this the hope the hope for this conversation is to kind of walk walk Austin a little little farther away from the edge. Um, but yeah, so I guess we'll just kind of dive right in. Obviously, there's a lot going on. Some huge news this week in the Big Twelve, or what's soon to be formerly known as the Big Twelve, probably. Um, yeah, so obviously the news, Texas, Oklahoma likely leaving, um, as far as the timing out, I haven't, I haven't really seen or heard anything official as far as when this would all kind of take into effect. I've seen 2025, I've seen potentially the, the year after this, um, but Austin, just kind of give us your raw emotions. What, what was your, your first thoughts and kind of where we're, where are we sitting now as far as how this thing is going to shake out? For sure. Well, thanks for, thanks for having me. And yeah, I hope you guys can definitely uh, walk me off the ledge because I feel like I'm not alone as a Cyclone fan here. Um, honestly, this just brings me back to 2011, 2012, all over again, uh, which were some pretty dark days. Uh, thankfully, as a program, Iowa State's in a much better position now. Um, but uh, I'm usually pretty optimistic, but I'm just kind of pessimistic on this one. I don't see how we're going to, uh, how it really matters. Um I don't know where we're going to end up. So that's kind of my emotion. I think, uh, you know, I'm afraid that the big 12 is going to go away and going to miss all those rivalries for, for sure. And I'm just hopeful, hopeful the key word being that the big 10 or PAC 12 will throw uh, some of the remaining schools a lifeline, but be curious to know your guys' thoughts as well. Yeah. My thought was we're finally out of state was it's like, I compared it to like a fat guy with a hot girlfriend. We, he goes, <laughs> goes back to the gym, gets in shape and we're finally like, we're finally like at the table with the big dogs, and then the girl just leaves for a rich dude that with generational wealth, and we're just <laughs> sitting there like, "What? What are we gonna do?" That's like that's what I was thinking. That's a pretty spot on analogy, honestly. Um, but yeah, I think it's just it's too bad. I think it really really displays kind of how how big of a deal it was back in 2010, 2011 when. Texas was essentially kind of took took the Big Twelve and they're like they're like hey like we know that we're the biggest market we have the most money so like you're gonna please us so we're gonna go elsewhere and kind of that's kind of how it shaked out like Texas has had all the power in the Big Twelve since that time and then it just kind of shows how I don't think we realized that like the Big Twelve essentially hung in the balance as far as like what Texas wanted to do. And we obviously have seen the last week that the Big 12 honestly existed because Texas allowed it to. And now it's essentially going to be taken away because of the decision they made. Um, I'd be interested to see or here. I don't know. We probably won't know for a while, but how long this, these conversations have been going on, kind of how this who what school kind of started this conversation? Um, was it more Texas like? Did Texas call Oklahoma and like, hey, this is something we want to do? Or did Texas reach out to the SEC and then the SEC probably reached out to Oklahoma too because obviously those are the two biggest markets in the Big 12. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's too bad. I think Austin and I were talking earlier. Um, Texas is going to be just absolutely hated. Absolutely hated by all the other Big 12 schools. Like, I feel like the Big 12 had a good thing going. I think I, I really enjoyed watching the Big 12 um, football and basketball, I think. I mean, Baylor just won the national title in basketball. Like, the Big 12 is sitting in a decent spot. I mean, Oklahoma intermittently makes the playoff just to lose to an SEC school. So, I I don't know. I think – I know you guys are obviously a lot more gloomy about this. 
I think if things shake out in our favor and we end up in the Big Ten, I think we'll five years from now I'll be like looking back and like this could be the potentially the best thing to happen to Iowa State. But on the other end, if we don't get picked up by the Big Ten or the Pac-12, things are going to be incredibly different. Um, so it's just it's going to erase what we've been building for twenty years, like or ten years, even ten years. Like looking back, where we were two thousand ten, we had just came off of a like a, the bowl win. Paul was his first bowl win, and Fred Harburg just got hired which our basketball program is kind of in a similar situation back then, but we have obviously like built a brand in basketball between then and now, which, and we obviously have Matt Campbell now, which is a big chip, which hopefully that chip is as good as we think it is because just because it's like the last three years, I would say football, I don't know if they're looking at the past, what our past was, but I think this football season, hopefully this, this, the, Decisions aren't made in the next couple months. At least they'll give us a year to show what a top 10 team looks like at Iowa State, like the full stadiums and the coverage of us making the playoff or being close to making the playoff. And I just hope it doesn't, it isn't like quick. And then like the next three weeks, we're just like lost in the shuffle. Yeah, no kidding. I think that's a huge, yeah, go ahead, Austin. Yeah, I was going to say, do you think, though, that puts too much pressure on this one season? Like, to me, I feel like they're, they're not looking at the last three years. It's it's all brand. Like, there's a reason. I, I mean, like, what has Texas done? In the, I mean, they, it's just the brand, right? And, like, you, you look at the idea of the super conference has been tossed around. Well, the schools that would be in that, it's going to be your USC's, your UCLA's. And you're like, what, what have they actually done recently? It, it's all about brand, and that's where – you know, market size matters. Streaming services help us now currently more than it did 10 years ago, but it's still a brand thing. And that's where I'm worried is Iowa State just doesn't move the needle. Like if I'm the big 10, I'm not calling Iowa State until after I've gotten declined from North Carolina, Virginia, after I've got Notre Dame is obviously on the wish list for every single school or every single conference. But I, I just have to hope that to Thomas's point, like, we've built something now and it'd be, be a shame that it all just kind of gets pulled away from us. Yeah, I totally agree. I think, but the thing is Iowa state's brand has never been stronger. Like I think that's what Campbell came, when Campbell came in, he like obviously rebuilt, but he also totally rebranded kind of what, when you think of Iowa state football, it is totally different than what it was 10 years ago. Black uniforms, black uniforms, like their media, their media team is really good. Like all the promo videos we put out, like it just makes us look like a legit football program. And I think also like kind of the brand he's built is like, we're, we're guys that aren't necessarily people that everyone at Iowa state isn't necessarily people that were highly sought after. Like they weren't the big name schools weren't all calling on calling them, but like they showed like, if you come in, you work hard every day, like you can build something special and you can compete with anyone. And I think that, I know it's at least at this point short lived, but like that brand I think fits in super well at the big 10. Like, I think if you look at the majority of the big 10 schools outside of Ohio state and Michigan, they're kind of similar. Like they're, they're not getting all five-star recruits, but like they, they, they get guys, they develop them. Um, and then, I mean, look at the pros. Like there's so many big 10 players in the, in the pros that weren't necessarily four or five-star recruits. But like you said, I, the media coverage of Iowa State has just never been big, obviously. I mean, we, we're names Iowa. Like, Iowa has always been like the – when you think of Iowa, you think of the team in Iowa City, like, just with their history. Like, they obviously have had a lot more success throughout the years, but there's kind of an inflection point right now. And with Matt Campbell, I think Matt Campbell's a huge asset to any conference. But I don't know. I Like you said, I think it's going to be – tough I think I here's I think this is why I'm so hopeful I think the fact that Iowa State and Kansas are kind of it seems like they're teaming up and making it more of like a package deal where Kansas have no football recognition but like obviously one of the biggest basketball brands in college basketball do they still have a track around their football stadium though yes like they do okay like but like like, Rutgers is still the big 10 so like football is not the only thing but so like if go ahead sorry Facilities wise, though, yeah. this is what puts Iowa State, I think, in a decent spot. I mean, third biggest stadium in the Big 12, 
albeit only 65,000, that puts you probably at what, like 10th or 9th in the Big Ten? Like just, Isn't I mean, it's just a little bit different as far as size, but yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm hopeful from that standpoint. Jamie has done everything possible to get us to this point and have a chance, a fighting chance to be into one of these conferences. It's just, is it going to be enough? Yeah, no, and that's another thing. Like Campbell obviously is a huge asset, but so is Jamie. Like I think Jamie, the fact that he's being proactive and not just waiting to see what happens with the Big 12 is huge. Just because like back in 2010, like the rest of the Big 12 outside of Nebraska, Missouri and Colorado just kind of sat back and were like, I guess I hope like the Big 12 is still a thing. Um, so I think acting early is going to be helpful. Obviously starting these conversations earlier rather than later, I think is beneficial to us as far as getting into the Big 10. But I don't know, like Thomas said, like is this decision going to happen in the next two to three weeks or is this going to be a decision after this season? I think the farther into this football season um, helps us. I think if we come out, we start 8-0 and we're going to Oklahoma potentially to have the have a game to clinch the regular season Big 12 title, I think the the brand of Iowa State football is just exponentially going to grow. Hopefully it's enough. Um, well, like Just to compare, I'm trying to think of what to compare this to. Like, look at back when Boise State and TCU were kind of joined in together. And Boise State had a really good football brand back then. And they were kind of flash in the pan. And I just they got lost in the shuffle. And I they think did. that's what I'm worried about is just being a oh, yeah. program like that. They went to the BCS Bulls, the it beat Oklahoma. The Statue of Liberty game. Like just think that was so long ago. And then it's like not look at them now. Like they're that's and like they lose their head coach to Washington and they're just not even no one even talks about it anymore. That that's, is that's what I don't want to happen to us. <laughs> Well, and like you see it almost setting up, right? Like Iowa State has a chance to win their first ever Big 12 title, which could be the last Big 12 title. They have a chance to make a playoff, which could be one of the last playoffs before it expands. But you also have this fear that they might not have a conference. Like what? Like that would be the most Iowa State thing. You guys did the heartbreak series. Every fall is going to be a heartbreak. If we win the Big 12, go to the playoff, lose in heartbreaking fashion, and never get to try it again. Like that's where I went this past week was that's what's going to happen. I can just see the writing on the wall and it's freaking me out because this is the best team Iowa state's had the best chance we've had. And then for outside political forces, money grabbing, it's going to go away. And that's a, it's a tough pill to swallow and hopefully it doesn't happen. But to your point earlier, Mike, if Jamie is, it appears reports are that we're being proactive. If we have the chance to be the Nebraska in this situation and bolt, before anything, I do not care. This is this is one thing that I was expecting to happen in 2024, 2025. I was mentally preparing. All right, three years in advance, right? But then for this to get sprung up early and in the midst of such a great season, or you know, with a great season coming up, it's it's tough. Uh, and I mean, it caught a lot of people off guard. You had the ACC even come out and say that they were going to po- try and poach Texas and Oklahoma but it caught them off guard that it's happening this soon. They were expecting to have that conversation in 2023, you know, a couple of years before the media deal. Um, so the timing has definitely caught a lot of people by surprise, but I guess we'll see, right? Dang, well, that's makes me feel terrible. Now I'm walking closer to the edge. That's a yeah. huge bummer. I mean, I, and like, I, okay, so flipping back to the optimism side that I want to be, this timing might be good for Iowa State in the sense of, if they can get into a conference, like you were saying earlier, this is going to set them up much more, you know, stable than we could have ever imagined. And, you know, let's say for an example that Campbell does get an offer that he can't resist in the next two or three years. So like, obviously we want him to be here at Iowa state, but if we've already moved to another conference that helps us so much more. Whereas if this was happening three years from now, say Campbell leaves after two more years or whatnot, and we have a new head coach and we don't know where we stand anymore. I don't think we have as good of an opportunity to get into one of these conferences. So timing that it's happening sooner could be beneficial. It's going to be super hindsight. Um, but right now it definitely sucks. Yeah, that's totally true. Um, but here's the, honestly, like all my optimism is just with the assumption that the big 10 is going to take us in Kansas and everything is going to be fine. <laughs> if that happens, I think if Campbell enters the big 10, I think just from my, my gut, I think, the few schools he would go to, one is probably, a couple are probably Big Ten schools. There's no way if he joins the Big Ten 
and is competing with these schools that he's going to leave for an in-conference school. There's no way. That's I think, what Chris Beard said too. So, Sorry. but I mean, okay, the, that's, that's totally different. That's a great point. Do you think? But man, it's the same thing. No, Iowa State would be the, Texas would be the Ohio State. Like if we're all, we all assume as Iowa State fans, that's the job that he would want and probably is correct, right? We don't know. But, but, but in like the Chris if Beard that opens thing, up, like doesn't matter. But in the Chris Beard thing, do you think four months ago or whatever we got hired, they said you only have to be, 100%. A, you're only going to be in Texas Tech conference for one season. So like, it's going to be awkward for one season, but then we're leaving. So there's been rumors that that is what has happened, that the coaches yeah. knew as part of the hiring strategy. You look at Juan Kruger retiring, the OU women's coach retired. You have all of these things where I think there was some writing on the wall. You hire an SEC coach uh, or an SEC play caller to be your you know, head coach at Texas. Like, yeah, it makes sense. But at the same time, is that's kind of angling towards having to battle up against Alabama potentially? Like, I, I agree with the Chris Beard thing. I think it was now or never. Uh, his stock would have been just as high next year, but I think it kind of was probably a bargaining chip for sure that, hey, I think we're going to make this move or we're trying to make this move. Yeah, it's interesting. Honestly, like hindsight, like now that makes a ton of sense. But I, but I, I guess here's the difference. I think – I think, honestly, and this just could be my my cardinal gold glasses wearing, I think Campbell <laughs> is wired just very differently. Like, he got offered sure. almost $70 million and total control of an NFL team, and he said, no, I'm going to stay in Ames? Like, no, I agree. I agree. There's probably f- four or five coaches in the entire country over the last 20 years that would turn that down. And none of them are at schools close to what Iowa State is. Like, they're at way larger markets than what Iowa State is. So I think... I just think he's wired that like wherever wherever he is, whatever conference he is, he's wired to I'm going to build a program that is going to be able to consistently beat them. I'm not gonna jump ship just to just level up or just like he, I, Iowa State is not the stepping stone for Campbell. Like Campbell is here for a reason. I think he's obviously shown that he's able to build a program that was as bad as Iowa State in five years later, we're now in the playoff conversation two years in a row, like that doesn't make any sense. So I I think he's shown that he has the ability and the talent to do this, but I also think there's just something about him and Iowa state that I don't know. I just think our, the combination of our fan base and just kind of our history resonates with him. And I think like, this is his home now. And I think if we join the big 10, like he's not wired to like, Oh, I just, I'm using this to show Ohio state that I'm like qualified to coach there. Like he's going to want to beat Ohio state and, I guess obviously it's the assumption that Ohio State doesn't leave for the SEC as well. Um, but I think it would be – I think it, if we join the Big Ten and the Big Ten stays as it is, Campbell's going to be here for 15, 20 years. Um, and I okay. think obviously I think that's a positive. So that's why I'm I'm hopeful. But the, that's a, a very large assumption that we're going to end up in the Big Ten at this point. But I think if he does, Campbell will be – like a Kirk Ferentz and be in Ames for a really long time. Yeah. Okay. You got Austin. I was going to say, I mean, let's just for, for fun here, assume we get into the big 10. Are we going to like, I personally am talking a bunch of smack about the big 10 over the years. Like, am I going to have to eat crow or do oh. I just pretend I don't actually like the conference and I'm just happy that I'm there kind of thing. Like I, I just don't, from that standpoint, I think I'm going to love the road trips, going to all new stadiums, going to see new, you know, I mean, having the chance to go to Michigan, Ohio State, that, like, that's going to be incredible. Totally. But, I, man, I just – I have ripped on the brand of basketball, of slowness, football. Like, I, are we going to become that? I mean, Iowa State's already transitioning to kind of a Big Ten-style football team, which, I mean, I think helps us as well. But I just, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for me. Which I think the more of ripping the Big Ten has to do with Iowa. Ripping For Iowa. Sure. So we have to d- d- diminish Iowa at all costs. So we just diminish their conference. So, like, we had us, as Iowa State fans, we didn't really exactly have success growing up. So we had to, like, find ways to bash them. Yeah. We had to make fun of the Northwestern Purdue scores. And I'm, I mean, but that was what I would always do. The thing is, we're just going to eat crow. And that's fine. Like, hey, yeah, we talk smack, but, like, we are more than happy to be joining this conference because. The Big 12 obviously is a very fragile thing, more than we knew. Um, so, yeah, like, we'll be like, hey, like, yeah, we we made fun of your conference for a long time, but 
we're sorry and we are more than happy to be a part of it now. And I, like you said, I think geographically, there's so many road games we could go to and it would be so fun. I think our fan base obviously travels well. Like if we have four road games that we can all drive to, like there's going to be a mass influx of Iowa State fans at every road game. Like we're a respectful, like fun fan base to have, like be hosted. I think like we're like, we don't go into a town and like absolutely destroy it. Like I think we're mostly reasonable people, despite what some people say online. Like I think it would it would be a really good fit. I think that that division, the Big Ten, would be a, Which, a this lot will, of fun. This will be the first time us being good and we'd be able to travel. Like, back then, like, in Missouri and Colorado, we were not very good. So, like, why would we travel to their games, you know? We'd be more – our fan base has grown so much since then. Totally. And, I mean, back then, like, we couldn't even watch the games on TV. So, like yeah. – right. right. I mean, and that's the thing, though, too, going back to the media markets. There's no regional media markets anymore. You don't have Fox Sports Midwest, Fox Sports North. It's like you just kind of have Fox Sports 1, Fox Sports, you know, just Fox in general. And so, I mean, that kind of definitely helps. But I agree, Mike, the idea of being able to actually travel to road games, um, it's something that I think would be great for the fans. Obviously, we'd miss Kansas City on the Big 12 tournament for sure, but we would find – you know, Indianapolis would be a great town too. So I think Iowa State fans travel and it'll be fun regardless. But yeah, I think honestly, I mean, the setup of Kansas City is Gosh, the best conference tournament sure. setup with power and light literally feet away from the stadium. Sure. That will definitely be missed. And Thomas brought that up yesterday. But I think Indianapolis showed, at least for like this co- weird COVID NCAA tournament, like it's a pretty fun city to host basketball. And like obviously the history of basketball in Indiana goes a long way too. And it's honestly not that much farther than Kansas City for most Iowans. So, like, it would definitely be different and not – it would just be different. I don't know if it would necessarily be worse than Kansas City. Um, but I think four or five years from now, like, people like, hey, Indy's a fun place to go watching basketball. Um, yeah, I think that's an interesting transition. Like, obviously, all the conversation right now with these conference realignment is around football. But I think, like, us in the Big Ten for basketball would be – also really fun. Like you get to go to Michigan state, play against Tom Izzo. You get to go to Michigan and play against Juwan Howard. Like Fred Hoiberg. Uh, okay. That's, well, that's, that's sad. That's bad. <laughs> the one negative out of it. Yeah. I don't should. know. I wasn't. Yeah. Even I done mean, with the Fred is it an, uh, an away coach, uh, opposing coach coming into Hilton is not going to be fun. No. If that's the case, but he's going to get, he'll get a standing O for sure. Like right. he's still, did you, you, you take it though. Cause it means you're in the big 10 and you roll with it. But, I just skipped that game. Yeah, it's gonna that's be a sad sight. Like I, I don't know, that's such a bittersweet thing. Because even like if I don't know, I as Iowa State fans, obviously, I think everyone cheers for Fred and has a soft spot in their their heart for him. But even like if obviously if if they beat us and come to Hilton, like that's gonna suck. But even like beating Fred, like that's gonna feel weird too. Like yeah, you know weird. what I mean. Yeah. Like it's gonna be like such a Lose, lose. Like, oh, we beat Imagine, like, Nebraska by 30. But, like, now Fred's sad, and now I'm sad. Like, Imagine, like, <laughs> Fred getting teed up and Hilton as the opposing coach. <laughs> That'd be so weird. Yeah, that's... Uh, I don't like that. I don't know I don't, why. I, I was, like, so happy about talking about basketball, and now <laughs> I'm not. My bad, my bad. I was, yeah, I mean, just saying, all of these things, it's not a fun spot to be in as an Iowa State fan right now. You have to hope. And I mean, I was even talking, you know, to a couple of people about, you know, we've talked only about the big, t- big 10 right now, but like the Pac-12, like you get a pod system kind of thing where you bring the remaining big 12 schools over there. And I, I mean, it, it gets kind of fun. That's another place where it's not easy to road trip to, but man, you talk about fun cities to go and explore and, you know, finally get to have some Pac-12 after dark fun. I, I don't know. I just think it, it could be interesting. It's not the ideal situation by any means, but it's better than probably, in my opinion, it's better than having a Big 12 where you pull in a couple other schools like Houston and Tulsa or whoever. No, I totally, I agree. I think Pac-12 is definitely by like far away the second best option. I think first, obviously, is the Big 10. I think the Big 12 is the third or maybe the worst option because I don't want to keep doing this every five years where like the big 12 is losing schools and like, we're, it's just, I think it's, I think the big 12 is over. I think we have to accept that we have to find our new home to have some stability. But like you said, I think that the PAC 12 would be interesting. It's such a 
just that if we if we join Kansas State, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, if we all join the Pac-12, like the difference in like the brands and like the fan bases is just so <laughs> odd. Like I was going to Iowa State's going to go to Berkeley and like <laughs> a bunch of like farmers are going to roll around like Southern California. Like that's just so odd. The like, traffic would be unbearable. Oh, exactly. And there were so many tweets from traffic of like, why are there so many cars? Like it's going to be weird, but it would be interesting. And it would definitely be more fun than not being in the conference or being in the mountain West. The time zones, like just think about all the cranky Iowa state fans who have to go to bed. <laughs> that are up at like 11 PM watching the first quarter. Like that would be, uh, uh, we that, would deal. It would be, we would be in basketball games too. That would be terrible. Like, but well, I mean, then we get some. We get some Bill Walton late night fun. I was gonna say <laughs> Bill Walton. No, that's gotta be in. He's gonna call us. He's gonna call us Iowa. He's gonna call us like <laughs> all of these wrong schools. And he, I think he did that when he covered us in Maui too. But it's whatever. Like, definitely the second best option. It would be interesting. I think five years from now, we would, it would be we would rally around. It'd be fun. Um, but yeah. But the thing is, like, also like. It would just be so odd because, like, we don't recruit against any of the Pac-12 schools. Like, the region of the country, like, the style of play that they kind of go after is so different than any players that we're going after. So, I don't know if that's good or bad. I just think it would be very different. Other than Brock Purdy and Eli Sanders and Joe, Joey Ramos from Arizona. That's about it. Yeah. Or even I'm basketball, too. Like, I just feel like the players that... UCLA and USC gets are just, I don't know, very, yeah, very different than any players that we've ever had. We're kind of flip-flopping here, but like Big Ten wise, like what's like, would Minnesota want us to come to Big, Big Ten? Would Iowa want to come to Big Ten? Like we're recruiting around here and I feel like we're, we're beating Iowa and Minnesota and those guys finally. And now that we're going to join their conference, especially with Kirk Ferentz probably on his way out. Yeah, I don't know. But like Austin said, like this, none of this is being discussed around actually the game being played. Like, this is all money. This is all recognition for the conference and pulling more money through media coverage of certain sports. So, But does adding an Iowa State and a Kansas get you to the table to get more money? That's the thing. Because otherwise you're splitting the same amount of pie two more ways. And I just, that's where I'm hung up on the Big Ten is, to me, I don't think they can go back to the bargaining table and be like, we want more money, like just because we have these new schools. Like Kansas basketball, great. Well, that's such a small portion of it, doesn't really matter. Iowa State football, great fan base, but it's the same market. It's the same. There's a lot of overlap between who watches an Iowa State game and who watches an Iowa game. And like, it's the same households. You might have a split household. It could be, you know, just watching to, you know, cheer against the other team or whatnot. But it's, that's where I just don't know because it, to your point, it is not played on the field. It does not matter what prop. That's why Rutgers is in the Big Ten. Yeah, true. Like there's there's oh. no other reason about it other than money. And so if they don't feel like Iowa State can bring in more money, that's where we're going to be on the outside looking in. True. I think, but I th- our only hope is like we are we are a rising stock, and they're they would be buying low. Like I think the bar, sure. like we would Take definitely get the short end of the deal. Like we would probably take less money compared to other big 10 schools. But like if we build our program into something that like a Penn state or an Iowa, where they have like this nationally recognized brand where they did not 30, 40 years ago, like they were similar to us where they just weren't that relevant. And like, nobody knew about them. Obviously the world was different back then, but like now, like with media, social media, like you're able to build a brand around a university extremely quick. And I think that's what Campbell's done. Like the social media team at Iowa state is really good. And I think that's why they talk about us on game day. Now, like we're as a kid, if they even like showed our <laughs> logo once, we're like, Holy crap. Like, yeah, right. That's where like, it was usually, it was usually to pick against us, but I remember right. like, like, we're like, picking our game. Like here's what, or the highlight of Oklahoma scoring their 12th touchdown. And we're like, right. yeah. hey. have two first downs. Like, we're, 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 there definitely would be buying low. Obviously it's not going to move the needle now, but if they would, if they're going to bet on us and Matt Campbell in five years from now, we're like, holy crap. Like Iowa state is like a problem. And like they're consistently giving Ohio state, Michigan, like a tough time. Like we are with Oklahoma now. That's the selling point. That's our hope, but I don't know. And, but that's why I'm thankful that we have Jamie and Campbell, like leading this, like, if it was 10 years ago, like you said, like this is 
if this was 10 years ago, it would be over. Yeah. Like we Probably would me. not be going to the Pac-12. We would not be going to the Big Ten. Probably be the American or wherever the Big East was back then. Yeah, we would be screwed. So like, at least we have hope. Like, I, like Thomas has said, like Texas Tech, Baylor, like Baylor just won the national championship in basketball. Imagine being that, and then it's like you're just in the American Conference now. I have absolutely no sympathy for Baylor in any way, shape, or form as a university, as an athletic department, and uh, yeah. Like if Tech, they, but Texas but Tech, agree, they, Texas Tech, they, yeah, Texas, Texas Tech, Tech, especially two, after the, they two years ago, played in the national over, title and overtime away. Yeah. And their coach is gone to a school that just blew up our conference. And they're like, <laughs> where are they going to go? If right. the Pac-12 yeah. doesn't take Texas Tech out of like pure yeah. niceness, like they're in the Mountain right. West, they're going to be in the American, like they're going to be playing Houston and Tulsa and they're screwed. Oh. It's right. Well, and that, so that's where I want Jamie to be selfish, right? Because oh. there is a path for the remaining schools to just stay together like we have. And then we add a Memphis, you add Houston. a Cincinnati potential, you add a Houston, like you can put a formidable conference together, but then you're just going to be viewed as the American new American, essentially. Like none of our brands and none of our teams are that good to command a getting a playoff spot without having Texas or Oklahoma. Until the expansion, right? Or so even the media, like the media stuff. coverage, we'll have, like the, our media deal for the Big 12 after Texas, Oklahoma is so, dead. It's dead. No yeah. one's going to pick us up. We'd have to like partner with like Amazon or Netflix, hopefully, to be able to watch them, which would suck. Right. Right. But like you I said, mean, but someone's going to pick is, it up and it's going to be cheap. It won't be the same amount right. of money. That but that's going to hurt Iowa State revenue-wise. Like sure. It's going to create a whole new uh, set of problems. But here's the issue with that. Like if we keep adding... Southern schools, like the Big 12 is just going to be seen as a stepping stone to get into the SEC. Like they're going to use the Big 12 as like, it'd be like, it'd be the four power four conferences and the Big 12 would be outside looking in. And then Houston would join to try to build enough brand and recognition to just join the SEC. Like we're just going to have this conversation every five years if, if that works out that way. So that's why I think, like you said, Jamie's got to be selfish and like, we just have to like accept the fact that the Big 12 is done. And like right. the decisions they're making, they're not thinking about the short term. Like Iowa State football is good now, but like forty years from now, like you know what I mean? Like that—that's why I think this is all irrelevant. It's going to be a super conference. Like that, the way this is going, it, it just feels like it's going to be a super conference. Why? Why would Ohio State and Michigan want to pull do the same thing that Texas and Oklahoma were doing to the Big Twelve? They were keeping them afloat. Why would they want to be doing that for Purdue? Why would they want to be doing that for Illinois? Like it's the same conversation of those like Ohio state fans don't want to see them play Purdue. Probably. I mean, I know Purdue beat them a couple of years ago and they are consistently somewhat decent in the big 10, but like, it's the same idea. They would rather see an LSU Ohio state game. And so I, I just feel like it's going to be a cross country NFL kind of division thing where you have 30, 32 teams and there's no way Iowa State's getting in that. And so it's kind of one of those things where right now, the best thing is to hopefully we can get into the Big Ten. But is it going to matter in 10 years? I, I don't know. I, I'm just mad because all the people, all the lawyers, all the suits, they are uh, ruining one of the best sports. And it's happening. So Yeah, it's going to be like an in-between of college and NFL. It's just going to be like – but that just totally takes away with what makes college football special. Like For sure. Like – with the th which is such a, like a stark difference between like the playoff expansion because like the playoff expansion was going to give a team like Iowa State Iowa a chance to like have a seat at the table and potentially go on a run and upset some really big schools, but if we're not in the super conference that potentially is being made like, then we'll just be playing for fun. But like it's just going to be like, yeah. it's, it'll be similar to like what the you and I like with like. Missouri Valley and like this exactly. subdivision one, like it's just, it'll be the same thing. Right. And it's like, no, it, I, it just sucks. Cause true. like, if you look at the path of Clemson and like what the path of us, we, you, there's like very similar to back then, like 10 years ago. And like, it's just going to get disrupted because Texas and Oklahoma and 18 years ago, we played Alabama in a bowl game. Yeah. Almost won. Should have won. Should have won. won. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. So now we're going to be playing like Iowa Central and like <laughs> more, Morningside. But like, we're going to be playing like, I don't know, honestly, does Iowa even make a 30 team conference? Like, no, you're probably have not. All of these like, schools where you're like, okay, they've been solid, but like they don't have the brand. And yeah. so then that's like, it's just going to be a total 
shit show. Like I, it's going to be awful for everybody to watch. It's, I don't even know if like, if you're in the super conference, do you even like that? Like, cool. Your, your school's still relevant, but yeah, like, like, but Tennessee, like Missouri. Well, and that, I'm not, and I'm, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's going to be necessarily just the sec. Cause like, there's no way you can bring, it's the same thing. Why would Alabama want to be continuing to carry Kentucky, Vanderbilt, Missouri? Like, you're just going to have all of these schools break apart. The concept of conferences, in my opinion, is going to go away. And this is where the NCAA needed to have any leadership whatsoever, because right now they, I mean, they've been asleep at the wheel the entire time. The NIL came out and they basically were like, hey, it's up to the states to make laws regarding it. what, what does that even mean? That's not even like you are literally the governing body. How do you not have a set of rules or like guidelines for everyone to follow? but it's the same thing. They're not, they're not doing anything. They're going to just let this disappear. And then I don't know what that does for the, their moneymaker of March Madness because no one's going to stay in the NCAA just for basketball. But like, are you going to say that they're not allowed to participate in March Madness? So now have these schools single-handedly ruined the two greatest sports of college football and college basketball by separating very, very well. It could. Very I think possible. the NCAA, the NCAA is in trouble. Like, for sure. They could be gone in the next 10 years. Like if these schools, like obviously they've shown that they're able to kind of talk behind the scenes and discuss things of how they're going to make more money for their respective universities. And it, it might just be like the top five schools dictate what happens. Like if, if Ohio state, Oklahoma, Alabama, they, sit down in a meeting. They're like, you know what? We are sick of giving money to the NCAA. We're going to make our own league and we're going to, and it's invite only. You have to have this much revenue. And then the rest of you, sorry, like you just aren't qualified to play in our league. And that's, I think that's where it's going. Yeah. And the only people who win in that situation are lawyers because that people are going to be suing, counter suing, and no fan is going to like this. Uh, but it, I mean, you saw it in soccer, right? They tried to make a super league. The only thing that kept that from going through was people in the super league, their fans having just an uproar, but I don't see that happening. I think everyone's going to be like, every college fan's going to be like, yeah, my team's in sweet. All right. I'm good with it. And, but there's like, there's know. nowhere to march. Like there's no one in charge. Right. Like there's, <laughs> that's no, why, but, if, if there's a commissioner of college football, we know who to blame, but it's just, just like, Invisible, like we don't know who to blame. It's, we, we're blaming Texas and Oklahoma, but like, where do we go? It's not just them. It's they are in they are in conversations with not just the SEC, but the ADs of all these other big schools, and they're they're trying to figure it out. But as can we talk about? We haven't talked about Bowlesby yet, and I think we really need to have a conversation about. Big 12 commissioner, what was it last week, saying like we're in a great spot, and there's no reason for anyone to be leaving. We're stable. And then all this comes out and you're like, my thought process behind it is you're the commissioner of the sport. Clearly there's been conversations going on. How do you not have a better source than the Houston Chronicle does? Like what, what is happening here? How is there not an inside guy that you're like, Hey, I should probably, you know, have a conversation with Texas or Oklahoma. I don't know if you can stop it, but you definitely should be aware of it. Yeah. No, like they shouldn't be blindsided. Like, Oh crap. Like our, our two biggest revenue sources are now gone. Like, I don't think it's even Bob Bowlesby's fault because ESPN said no to our expansion for the TV contract. And like that, that was kind of like underlined. No one really, it wasn't big, big news, but then like Texas and Oklahoma went to the SEC and then, but do we, do we think that ESPN history. didn't give us that contract because like Texas, Oklahoma, like they maybe had a source of like, yeah, Texas, Oklahoma are leaving. I don't know. Because they, because like the writing was on the wall for the NIL stuff. And then, we didn't really, no one knew like what was going to, like the effects of that going to be. And they, obviously they planned ahead while no, everyone else just stood still. And we're s sitting here talking about it as Iowa State fans, wondering what the hell is going to happen. It's a helpless feeling. And I think that's, I, I assuming most Iowa State fans feel the same way. And that's why we're gobbling up any tidbit of information across the web, whether it's Twitter, which by the way, horrible source of news is Twitter. But I have gone down some rabbit holes of trying to figure out where we're going to be. Everyone has a source. Everyone thinks they have a source, and it's I don't know. Just be careful out there, right? Yeah. yeah. Which like Jamie? Don't believe. Don't believe everything. Jamie doesn't say anything. He, Ever. His he has like probably the best like core of like just shut the lights off and don't say a word until the final decision's made. Like just shows like with the TJ thing. 
Yeah. It's just like, oh, it's done, over. And that's basically every decision that Jamie ever has is under wraps. So, yeah, um, but I, um, yeah, so I don't know. I, but Thomas keeps saying, like, this is totally taking the wind out of our sails. Like, the excitement for this year is over. Like, I totally disagree. I think if this is truly the last year of the Big 12, I think that helps. Let's us. win it. That's what Let's I'm saying. Win like, it. you don't think Cannibals are going to use this as a rallying cry? Like, you know what? These two schools, they think they're better than us. We go into Norman and beat them by two touchdowns and then beat them again in Dallas. Like, our players are wired that, like, they're going to be mad. It's obviously not the players at Oklahoma and Texas's fault, but, like, you don't think there's going to be some chippiness when it, some teams walk into Austin? Like, they're going to be mad. Like, this is this, this has totally changed the trajectory of every Big 12 school. Like, like we said, Texas and, Tech and Baylor, but, like, West Virginia. Like, if the ACC doesn't pick a West Virginia, where do they go? Like, there's just so much uncertainty right now for every single Big 12 school. And thankfully, like us in Kansas, it sounds like we have the best shot to get into the Big 10 of, as, as anyone. So like- Thank God for ac- academics. True, right? like, like who would have thought? Who would have thought? It's huge. Like, but does I, that actually matter? Does it matter as much as we think it is? It, the, I do think ago. it does. I think it matters, it matters more than zero. With the Nebraska thing, I think it matters. It matters more than zero for sure. And I think- I hope you guys are right because but know. that doesn't mean they have to take us. Yeah. I think no. it gives us a leg up against other people. It just It's just an extra bargaining chip. Right. But like it, it the, helps us over West Virginia. In but, my opinion, West Virginia fits more because they're trying to expand east. Mm-hmm. They already have Penn State, they have a border war with Ohio State then, but academically not even close. And so then you're going to have us if it's us versus them, I think the academics weigh in. And that's you know, at least that's what we have to hope. But also, thankfully, like Dana Holgerson's gone, so like the brand of West Virginia football has kind of fallen down a few pegs in the last couple of years too. So like, oh, I don't know. Gosh, I, I think it's obviously Houston. it's a helpless, really scary feeling. But like, we have never been in a spot where like this is. We have more hope than we ever could have had ever. So like, if we don't end up in the Big Ten, it would have. It's never. It would have never happened. But like, this is our right. best shot. So does that make you feel better though? Cause to me, if our best isn't good enough, that makes me feel really crappy too. Right. So like, that's like, I agree. We have the best shot now, but if we somehow aren't selected to be part of this great group of, you know, new schools or whatever conferences we're going to figure out, it's, it was kind of all for nothing then at that point. Yeah. No, right? I mean, then we'll record a podcast then and it'll be much sadder than it is now. Like the tone here is just like, we're scared and like, we have no power. I mean, None of us have power, obviously. We're just kind of three guys talking. But if we didn't hire Campbell and our football program is where our basketball program was last oh. year, like we would be going to the Missouri Valley. Yeah, like we wouldn't even get into the Mountain West or the American. Just think that one hire change hopefully will help us out. Because if we didn't yeah. hire him and he oh. would have gone to Missouri, like it was us or Missouri and he, he picked us, so... I think still, if you're Iowa State, though, you got to pause some of these capital projects, right? Like, there's no Hilton power and light combination thing going anytime soon now. I mean, we're just dumping money into this stadium, which is going to be fantastic. But do you get sixty-five thousand people to go if we're in the Mountain West? That's a great. Point. That's a great point. Do you think Jamie thought we had the time to build that to be like, I think look at did. that, to look at that, and then this this happens. I think he did. I, I think everybody did. And like, how could you not? How do you assume that this is going to come out four years ahead of time? Seven I weeks from before the start planning. of the season. Yeah. I think everyone was planning for two years and then uh, just buckle in and hang on. But uh, this definitely caught everyone off guard. Because like whenever that's done, it's going to be like, look at that. Like our fan right. experience, the stadium. Our, look at our facilities would be on par with anybody and, or I shouldn't say anybody, but the majority for sure. I mean, in the Midwest it, for sure. Right. And like that, that that would also be a total selling point for like opposing fan bases to come have an experience in Ames. Like like the the plan, I think it was such a well thought out thing where like they were like we said, rebranding and like the experience of Iowa State athletics was just gonna be such a really fun thing to do in kind of a smaller town in the middle of Iowa. But like Yeah, well, that not- that stuff is a pipe dream now. Like we are have a lot of things to figure out and it's gonna be things set. that need to go our way. It's which, like, set. as Iowa yeah. State fans, we are we just kind of assume that things aren't gonna go our way just because they normally don't. It'll be a sad sight if we just get halfway through construction and we have to stop. 
See, I don't think they do that because you're still going to want to finish it just for like they're not like we're gonna we're gonna have Boise State and Idaho come in and party (laughs) partied up before the Hilton game. You know what I mean? I just hope that that doesn't. (laughs) We're just like we're doing the podcast with a. There's like ten people out there. Woo! Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that'll happen though. I mean, but I don't know, a week ago we thought we were going to play Oklahoma for the next couple of years too. So. Yeah, because like it would be like a finally thing where like a little rivalry, not a rivalry, but like we're finally there was like, respect. Like, yes, Texas and Oklahoma respect us now. Which growing up, did we ever think that was going to happen? No. Like we did, we think about that. It was happened before, like the day after we beat o- Oklahoma in 2017. They were like, oh, like that was cool, but like that's not going to happen again. <laughs> like. They're gonna show up next time. Yeah, we 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 could have we could have we could have a four game winning streak against Oklahoma realistically if a few things went our way. If Purdy played the Kyler Murray game and yeah, what else? Uh, the Purdy Kohler to Kohler who yeah. throws the Kohler not Petway. And then if and we then, don't throw a pick in the last drive of the Oklahoma game in the yeah. Big title game, like they were that close, like just man. But now that, that's why I think if this is the last year, like that's gonna suck. We have to beat Oklahoma. Twice this year. I mean, if it's the last year, can we you have imagine to be, being a player having to go to every Big 12 stadium if you're Texas or Oklahoma and just absolutely get ridiculed? Like, I, I know they probably play in a hostile environment every time because they're the best, but my goodness, I would not want to be Texas in November. I, I no, their fans, their fans be, are going to not have a fun time at away games. No, it's, especially it's the, not going to be fun. Especially the Big Ten and... Big Ten says no to us in Kansas. I mean, Kansas doesn't have any fans. Maybe they'll show up for that game. Yeah, no, it's it's going to be like a. It's going to be rough. rough. It's, it was, it was I, already I, I'm not sure if it was the AD of Texas, but he came out or somebody I had seen like a quote where it was like our fans don't get excited about playing Kansas and Kansas State, but like you look at the the history between Texas and Kansas recently, and they've actually played some pretty tough games. And I'm I'm just one of those like just be careful what you ask for, right? Like if you, yeah, if dude, you're worried about that, like, dude, that's, this is what I want. I want Texas to go like three and nine this year and lose to Iowa state, West Virginia by like 30. Like you, you think that's the thing with this year. Like if, if Texas isn't as good as they haven't been that good. And like, if we're up two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, Campbell's not going to take the foot off the <laughs> gas. He's going to like, we're going to be throwing it deep all game. We're going to try to win by 40. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, Campbell's a different cat, but I hopefully this sparks a fire under. I mean, like that game, you at look least. at the Kansas State game; like we had such a no, history we, of getting killed by Kansas State, and we won forty. We, we took the foot off. We could have beat Kansas State last year by like eighty, because like all the COVID problems they had, they were on like yeah. the third string defensive backs, and we're just tossing up to Joe Skates. Yeah, that was a fun game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think Texas is going to have a not fun year. And I think people are gonna. It's it'll be rough. The thing is, Oklahoma. I don't know personally. I I like Oklahoma, and I like their fan base. I think they're a fun school, and they're I think they're really well run. I think Lincoln Riley is awesome. So that's why I don't. I don't hate them. Like I I understand the move. Like they're gonna make potentially forty five million more dollars per year. Like, sure. Like I'm an Iowa State fan, and I like the Big Twelve, but like. I'm not an idiot. Like it doesn't, it makes sense. But I, I think everyone's just assuming that this is a, a Texas first problem and Oklahoma just was lucky enough to kind of also get the invite. Here's a question. So like, would you rather be us and to be like, Oh, we don't know what's going to happen. Or would you rather be like a Vanderbilt fan or a Missouri fan. They're like, we're never going to be good ever. So much. See, I, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I don't. I think they should be worried though. Like, you're bringing in all these brands. At some point, the number becomes too big, and they're going to kick people out. Totally. Like, and that's where. So, there, what's the report that the Texas A&M Board of Regents are meeting on Monday, right? The to discuss about how they were left out of these discussions. Apparently, it's like, what are you going to do? Are you going to complain and then get kicked out of it? Like, yeah, are you going to leave? To, There's no way. You have to, right? You have to just take it and be like, yeah, this sucks. We're no longer the big brand in Texas anymore. Like, gosh, we were trying to run away from this. But if you complain and get yourself booted, like, what? I, it's like, you they, just have to take the, it. Nebraska thing last year where they're like, we're going to go leave the conference because, like, the conference shut down. And I was like, yeah, we actually make oh. like $65 million or whatever the number is off the Big, big Ten network, which they're going right. to not get it. Like, All right, we'll shut up. Yeah, how great would that have been if they would have left? Iowa State takes their spot. The whole thing goes, oh, 
That's a, that's the thing. Like the Big Ten Network, I think it's like a decent opportunity to really grow that. Like if you add two pretty big loyal fan bases to that network, like that's not going to hurt. No. Well, and you had talked about, uh, you know, how Iowa is kind of when you think of Iowa, you, the state of Iowa, you naturally athletic wise think of the Hawkeyes, and that's fair. They've been dominant in the series football over over time, right? But how much of that is the fact that the Big Ten is viewed as a better conference than the Big 12, right? So you have people that they get to go to the better bowl games. They are, you know, on the primetime television slots where Iowa State's playing the 11 a.m. games. And how much does that kind of balance out? If you're in the same division, if you're in the same league, I think Iowa State has a chance to really make some noise against Iowa and become the the brand in Iowa. I think it, it sets it up much more forum and then you know all these conference battles will actually or the battles between us would be for conference titles and i think that helps too but i also think the narrative of the rivalry totally changes and like actually gains national traction if this is like an in-conference rivalry like that's good yeah. well actually because no one gives a crap about the iowa state game right now it's just an in-state rivalry between a big 12 and a big 10 school like outside of the state of iowa no one watches that game but if it has like division like right that's what i'm saying if it has division like yeah. big 10 championship implications like they're going to talk about it, and people are going to watch. But I don't think Nebraska would want that because, like, Nebraska versus Iowa is, like, the only thing they have. But, like, you know I, I, mean? but like, I think, like, other Nebraska, than that, I, sorry, good. Other than that, like, what Nebraska game do you think of watching every year? True. Is that just because we're, like, in Iowa? But, like, they are not competitive, really, with anyone else, like, big. Because when they play Ohio State, they lose by, like, 60. True. Yeah, but, but, but I you got to give it time. That's a sleeping giant that could awake. I'm not saying it will awake, but it could awake. Um, but I think just the natural ties, I'd love to see Iowa State just have kind of a de facto rivalry with them. I know we've never been competitive with them. They weren't, they were good when we were bad and it's kind of been difficult, but like, I mean, we can hate them just as much as Iowa does. And I don't know, there's a lot of opportunity there. there a lot of natural rivalries just based on geography that it opens up. For but, sure. uh, yeah. And I think like, obviously like there's like quote unquote hate between Iowa State. I think there's, it's, shifting more towards respect and it's like a fun rivalry. Maybe, I don't know, but I think that's why I think the Nebraska, I think Nebraska, Iowa State, like, I think it would be like a mutual respect. Like the fans like would be like, it'd be an exciting game to just watch and be a part of. Same with Minnesota. I think that natural like rivalry and like, it would just be a fun series to start. So I, I just think obviously this is just talking like this would be fun for an Iowa State fan. If we were in the big 10, like we could just have fun with all these schools that are close to us. Maybe go to the Rose Bowl someday. That'd be sick. Hey, look at if that. The Ro- yeah, if the that's Rose a thing, like, a thing with the new yeah. playoff there. <laughs> Come on. Why? I didn't even think of that. Dang it. Well, I mean, they'll probably be in the playoff, though, if we ever make the playoff. It'll be part of the playoff. Well, dep- depends, though, because they only want to be played at, on January 1st at 5 o'clock or whatever. That's the only time they're willing to play because that's when the sun sets over the month. I get it. Beautiful. Right. Totally get it. But burn, burn if it you want to be part burn of the rotation, you got to be flexible. <laughs> Those people will be dead who actually care about that by the time this comes down. Anyways, this is going off the rails a little bit, but uh, it's true. <laughs> who actually cares about that? That's our age or dad's age. No one. And when that dies off, we'll, I mean, we'll, I guess we get, there'll be one super conference and we won't be a part of it. Yeah. We'll just be, we'll play him. We'll be, uh, well, we don't have a football program. We'll have a lacrosse team or something. <laughs> Just be like a yeah. We'll be a lacrosse podcast next. Yeah. No, I. <sighs> I have a question that might rile up some people. If we get an extra fourteen, fifteen million dollars by going back to going to the Big Ten, let's just say a perfect world, do we bring back baseball? Do we have more money now? Like, do it like I, like what happens here? Like, or no? I think rest, wrestling's going to be improved. That's going to be oh. a much better conference. That's yeah. going to be fun. I, like there's so many secondary sports that are going to benefit from an extra 14, 15 million dollars that, uh, especially, I mean, that us versus Iowa and then us versus Penn state, that'll be a, a, two rivals right. right there automatically. But that's also great for the sport. Like the sport of wrestling could grow exponentially if Iowa state, cause Iowa state has like a history of being a really good wrestling program. But if they have like the, the resources of the big 10, like that's going to be really awesome. And the big 10 network sure. actually covers wrestling. So like yeah. that would actually grow the sport. The conversations around this conference realignment has nothing to do with wrestling, but I think that would really, really help that. Yeah. But yeah, I. Don't we have to I, don't think I think if we get an extra baseball, fourteen, fifteen million dollars, five or six of that million dollars, hopefully, we go to Campbell and his staff. So. Yeah. Don't we have to add a women's sport if we add baseball? 
Yeah, I think we're actually. I think, I think we're. I think we're one behind. I think we there's more women's than a, men's right now. Yeah, well, it's number of people, not number of sports. So okay. football okay. is a huge. Gotcha. I thought, I thought it was oh, sports. Oh, I see. I, know. I thought it was yeah. sports too. Yeah, I. I think the short answer to the baseball question is no. <laughs> I don't think how I don't know how we'd be competitive. Maybe hockey, either way. but also so, like who cares about baseball right now? Okay, but then let's think about hockey. Yeah, so exactly. is that a potential that we can upgrade our hockey team to be a D one team, which is that would be sweet. The Big Ten actually has hockey. Just, that would be fun. I think like I think Iowa State fans would rally behind a hockey team. I think it'd be sweet. Yeah, I think so too. Again, <laughs> hey, these are these are pro- these are problems that, like way don't down. Don't make faces at that. Come on. What? I guess yeah, it will be the. Iowa stars. <laughs> bring that. No, I just bring think those guys back. I, that's where I want Jamie to be selfish because, regardless of even like, what if it comes out in Texas and Oklahoma are like, actually, just kidding, we were just flirting. Uh-huh. I still think if you get the opportunity to jump, you go do it. Got and so, like, it just the ancillary benefits of it are going to outweigh this whole: Are we together? Are we not together? That the Big Twelve has been in for the last ten years. I mean, what if the SEC shocks us and votes no on them, and then exactly? I then, think but then that's leave. a problem because like, I think then the Big Ten is the next, the next team, the uh, next conference to get Oklahoma and Texas, and then we're screwed ACC again. Or anybody more. like that's yeah. clearly they're shopping. So, yeah, I think honestly, my guess I have no data or sources, but. It'd be SEC, then I think Texas, Oklahoma would rather be in the ACC versus the Big Ten. Just, I don't know. Market-wise, I think that would probably, eh, I don't know. I, it all depends if Clemson leaves with SEC, too. I I don't know. Like, nothing nothing makes sense. I have no idea what's going on. Like, outside of this year, like. Yeah, I didn't. I was, this, I was just so excited, counting down the days, one by one. Just getting excited more every day, and then this happens. Kind of. I think though, throughout the year, we got to remember that like this could be it. We do not know, and so we got to take as Iowa State fans, we got to take every day, every game, no matter what happens, is like enjoy it. I mean, but also fans are gonna. We need to show up. Like you, if you have a ticket to the game, you go. Like you're not gonna miss. You can't miss anything this year, especially if you're a student. That's like the only people I'm worried about. Like the upper bowl of the students, they got to show up for every single game this year. Yeah, no, totally. I. Yeah. yeah, so let's look. I don't know. Let's try to end this on a positive. We're trying. <laughs> we've been going up and down, up and down. Like, we got Brock Purdy. That's my whole week up and down, by the way. It's also, we're six weeks away. Like, yeah, six weeks away from being tailgate lots, just not worrying about it. We'll, maybe we'll still worrying about it. Hopefully the, something, we have clarity by then. Right, that's a, That's the, like you said, like, I think everyone just assumes that like Texas and Oklahoma are, are in the SEC now. Like nothing's done yet. Yeah. So like, I mean, I'm sure all the other conferences are also calling, trying to get like maybe one of them to flip to another conference. So I don't know who who knows. It's gonna be, it's it's an exciting it's a fun thing to talk about. Um, it's just the uncertainty is not fun, and for a a team that or a program that is throughout history had things just quote unquote not go our way or the ball doesn't bounce our way. It's just easy to kind of fall in this dark thought process of like, this is is not going to go well. Not very good for Iowa State. It's not, it's decent for Iowa State, but not the best, but like Jamie had it planned out and it just kind of ruined it a little bit with like the facilities and all that. Yeah, no. Hopefully we still land somewhere. And after we uh, make the playoff this year, maybe go to the national championship. Alabama, right? Like, if this is the 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 final voyage of the Big Twelve, like this is our thirty for thirty. Like, yeah. th- this this documentary about the Iowa State season is going to be awesome in fifteen years. So, when we're we win the when the confetti when, when, when the confetti is coming down in Dallas and we're heading to the playoff, like yeah, we won't care. That that uh, will be enough for. I mean, look at Nebraska. Like, they're still living in the nineties. Like, they are <laughs> still have fun at football games. So, if we win the Big Twelve and go to the playoff, like. If we're playing in the Mountain West, we'll just always talk about that 2021 season. So hopefully that doesn't, I mean, that's like the, that's not like the best case scenario, but like that's a decent compromise. But like, I mean, if we lose a bunch of games, heartbreaking fashion and go seven and five again, like then we're after Brees Hall wins the, I mean, I might never be happy again. So, well, that was not exactly a positive (laughs) note, but really appreciate you coming on Austin. Yeah. I know you're, super fired up obviously this probably is not the last conversation we have about this we even probably today i'm sure something will come out and then 
the world will be burning again. Um, but hopefully we have some positive news that comes out in the next week that actual news, not just tweets from people that have quote unquote sources. And I think very few Iowa state fans are as dorky as me and Michael. And I think, I think you fit in that category, Austin. And hey, that's fair. That's pretty want to be in a different category. Than true. That. Yeah. So we Sec- love it. hang in there. Iowa state fans. They'll be all right. Hopefully. And uh, <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next time.